All right, welcome everyone on this episode of What's the BS? Big secret. So today's topic is something that is near and dear to my heart. It is something that I have recently, recently learned, but our incredible co-host today, Maria Quinn, has been living with this unveiled truth for a number of years now. And we're excited to unveil this truth with families, moms, dads, dual income, single parents, really around the subject of childcare. And what was so shocking to me about childcare was how convoluted this process was. I thought that of the 25 or so million kids in the United States under the age of 18 and the 83 million families in this country, that we would know exactly how this process should work, that the resources would be available, that we could find not only what we needed, but really understand that process of how to go about finding childcare the information that I had to research and dig through to educate myself, it was literally a full-time job. And that really was shocking to me. It's just not something that I learned about or I knew about how much of a heartache it really was to go through this process for something that's already stressful. And it really takes a lot of you to put that kind of trust in somebody else. So I really wanted to share this with you all because Maria has such an incredible journey and her story and really what she is up to in designing a possibility and being of service, being that kind of a change agent in the lives of families to design their family life as they choose and not be stuck with something or be forced into something or be shocked or really to feel isolated or alone. And a couple of the numbers that really shocked me is that at least 57% of working families spend at least $10,000 on childcare. And half of Americans live in communities that are classified as childcare deserts. So for example, of the 8 million children under the age of five that needed childcare, there are only about 5 million slots, like daycares or nannies. And that was absolutely shocking to me that we not only don't have the childcare available for the families that need it, it's also an issue to find quality childcare. And I'm sure I'm not the only one, and Maria and I are, are not the only ones that are looking for that quality for our kids, for our families. I mean, we spend at least 10% of household incomes in this country on childcare. So I, I think, honestly, this isn't a trivial matter on this topic. And I'm really excited to bring forward to you what this journey looks like for families. And again, for Maria here on the call with me to share what she's been up to and, and actually give families an access to literally finding a path, partnering together shoulder to shoulder where you don't have to feel inundated with options or feel stuck or have a lack of ability to get the quality that you're looking for for your family. So with that, I'm very excited to introduce to you all Maria Quinn, the founder of Designer Family Life. She serves our nation as a full-time, active-duty United States Space Force guardian. Very excited to have her on here today. She is a philanthropist, a charity organizer, a children's ministry volunteer, and devoted wife and mother of five amazing handsome boys and her little sixth one on the way. See, this is seriously, this is all one person. 
seriously. So please allow me to introduce to you our practical superhuman, Maria Quinn. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much, Natasha. I'm so happy to be here and to be able to share some of our experiences and that no one is alone in this journey. And this is too important to navigate on your own. And I am just excited to to share. Okay, Maria, you have to seriously tell us, do do you have any hair at this point with five boys? Do you? I might invest in you know some of those treatments to cover the grays. I need to stay on point with these young men. So I, love uh, I yes, yes, I love it. That's awesome. Well, I, I'm not sure if I'm hearing any pitter pattering going on. So you must really run a tight ship there in that house. Hey, I practice what I preach, right? So this is all about we invest in what matters to us, and childcare is a big part of it. So I want to encourage families right off the bat. Childcare is not forever, right? These little ones don't stay little forever. But as we're trying to achieve our family goals, and sometimes those are working goals too to make incredible opportunities for our children we've got to invest and so part of that is doing what I say so yes Miss Arik is downstairs she is here tonight covering down while John's out coaching and that's where we invest right we want to make this work for the long term I love that and honestly I think this touches on another aspect of womanhood you know when people ask well how do you do it all and you run a tight ship and you look like you have everything together It's not about doing it all. I love that you are so transparent to say, this is what works for me to run my household. I get help that you don't do it alone. I really love that you have chosen to come forward and share that help is how you are able to manage your family. And there is no shame whatsoever in asking for the help and support that you need around that and finding a way to do that. Absolutely. And and being creative about it sometimes. That's really our tagline, right? Grow your team. Because my real heart's desire is for families to have the number of children that they want because that's their dream. That's what they feel called for. And part of that is asking for help, whether it's hiring outside the home or teaming with neighbors or other moms nearby that can help. There are so many different ways to get after this and you don't need to be alone. Just take that first step and ask for help. And that's my favorite conversations are getting families on the same page and talking about their long-term goals so that we can focus on, okay, what are we doing today to get after those? Yeah, exactly. And I love that you really hit on what is the bigger picture here in this conversation. It's not just the gray hair and the feeling tired and the run and rag around trying to find a childcare solution, I love that you pointed out it gives families freedom. It gives them options to fulfill on their dream to have a bigger family if they want. I feel like a lot of times the conversations right now is, oh, well, we can't afford childcare. So we can't afford another kid. It really does make me sad. And, and I just love that what you're doing is helping those families create those options for the future. So with that, I would just really love to hear from you, Maria. Where, where were you at in this journey of starting to see the issues? Really help us to get present to that identification of the problem statement and really unveiling that truth for yourself. It goes back about 10 years. We were in Hampton Roads area and we had just had a miscarriage and we were pregnant with our first. We were so excited, but we had orders to Washington, D.C. And whoa, that's a whole new world out there. What are we going to do, right? What are our options? And very quickly, we realized we only had one option based on our work situation. So with us both working in support of 24-hour operations, we only had the option of a nanny. We couldn't do an au pair based on the overnights. We couldn't do a childcare center. And so immediately 
how do I institute some logic into this situation of this unknown world of nannies? I tried to create my own three-step screening process with interviews and then fill out my questionnaire and then go to this next step and really doing anything I could on my own because I wasn't asking for help back then on what what do I do? So fast forward, we worked with an agency who then went under. And so by the grace of God, we got Miss Ashley and she was with us for three and a half years and truly not only took care of our little ones and ran our home for us, but helped us become parents. And so teaming early and often is, I can't emphasize that enough. Fast forward, we then had Miss Tirsa and she was with us for about a year and a half before we left school for a little bit. And then we came straight back here. And all through this time, I was gaining all this experience and opportunity to ask other families what they were doing and how they were making decisions. And I realized that this was almost something we just don't talk about. And I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to figure out how we could do this better, how we could do this better together. Fast forward all the way to last July, there was a new program that came out for the DOD where for the first time ever, our family could benefit from a subsidy that was being offered for in-home childcare aka nannies. And oh my goodness, what a game changer for us. The first opportunity for us to do anything besides investing my whole paycheck, right? Because this is how we were choosing to live our lives and get after these big hairy goals. And oh yeah, have a couple of kids along the way. So we started in the program and we already knew how to hire nannies, so that was not the issue. There was a little bit of stress with the program as far as the paperwork, and clearly it was pilot, so there was all sorts of questions that I had, and just each week it was a new challenge. And so by December, I was trying to reach out to the leadership of the program and like, hey, what's what's going on? How, am I missing something? And by February, I went on this power walk around our courtyard and came up with a nine-page document of three pages of questions, three pages of recommendations for the program based on my experience and hiring, and then 25 interviews with families that I had been reaching out to trying to figure out what was going on. Was I really alone in this program? And was this program working for families? The bottom line is this program is a critical option in the suite of tools that we provide families in the military. And it is too important to just let it go. And right now, based on the access to the program, the numbers show that, oh, nobody wants it. And that's not the case. The case is we are missing a critical component, and that is the education on how to hire. This goes into every aspect of childcare, right? This education and then support. And so that's really where we came from, right? That's really how we got to today. Yeah, I love that. And I love that what you're pointing to is that you spent 10 years literally becoming a research expert. I mean, you you had to teach yourself. You had to go through the good experiences, the bad experiences, the, oh my gosh, is this going to work? I, I've been there as well, trying to educate myself on how to do an interview. Do I do an interview? What to look for? What certifications do they need? Why should I care about that background check or not? You know, it, there was just so much that I didn't really get the chance to learn from others. And it was such a stressful experience. And to have people flake on me, to have people not show up for interviews, to have people not show up for trial periods before signing a contract. What is a contract? How do I do that? How do I become an employer? What are all the tax and legal aspects of running that kind of a a business out of my home and how to make sure we're legit about it? So you know, you spent 10 years gleaning so much from your experience on doing that and then switching gears, trying to apply that to a program that's meant to help families. And they are doing the best that they can. They are trying to figure it out. But families are getting stuck because 
I mean, even with your 10 years of experience, you still couldn't navigate the program. And uh, I went through something very similar. And granted, that program we are specifically talking about is geared towards military families. But what I want our audience to be listening for is just the difficulty in navigating all of these approaches and methods to figuring out your options to making healthy, educated decisions, to know how to actually move out once you've made a decision and leveraging things that are workable and affordable for you and your family. And it sounds like, Maria, that's what you were discovering. I mean, that was kind of like your aha moment, like, oh my gosh, I could bring this to families to help them. Absolutely. And now we brought in three folks to the program. So we really are one of the most experienced with how it's going. And it is a pilot and I am grateful for it. So I realized quickly that this gap that I had so clearly identified and believed in where we're missing this childcare education was a gap that may not be a government solution. So I really started to see this whole area of just those basics you talked about, Natasha, right? Of like, okay, well, what are my options? Well, are they actually options for me based on my current situation? Well, no, here's the only ones that are appropriate based on your location or based on your work schedule. Or is there where you need a couple different options? And so that's part of working with families is like, where are you at? What's important to you? And helping them figure out the options and then move out on those. So that was the big one. I realized, okay, I've identified a problem. I cannot walk past it. What's next? So I kept working with families and just offering any support that I could. And then shortly thereafter, I was introduced to these two incredible women both professionals, both moms, and they were coming out to DC. And so it was my first group session talking through some of the ideas on, okay, what's important to you? Where are you at? And then giving them some context for the area when it came to like pricing and how to be an attractive family in this area, what folks are looking for, what to stray away from, to be honest, and how to approach, you know, creating a family life here that they would love. Their encouragement to me in that conversation just blew me away. They were just desperate for me to come out to Chicago and New York City. And I was like, wait, what? Like everything I'm saying is applying to civilians. And so my whole, my eyes just totally changed, right? This is not just a a military challenge, but instead a national challenge and not only a national challenge, but we're missing a piece when it comes to that on-demand childcare education and support. This is not just a family issue and certainly not just a women's issue. This is an everyone's issue. The children in our nation are the future of our country. And it's incredibly important that we are investing them now on the whole when it comes to companies investing in parents and all of our policies, because this is what's going to make the difference for how these young ladies and gentlemen are raised up and the experience they have and for what they're able to do when we need them in 20, 30 years. So I put a stake down and made my little email address that night. And then by June, started the company. And again, that is the bigger picture of what we're talking about is helping families curate their family life, doing this in a way that's in partnership, not a stressful, pull your hair out experience and and having to start from scratch every time you move or you have a new job situation. You you don't have to start all over again and you don't have to do it alone. That, That was really the biggest piece for me. So hearing from you, Maria, that you're having these conversations with those parents, helping them to navigate new cities, different family scenarios, different job situations, that really would have made the difference for me. Oh my gosh, I would have been like, oh, my knees thanking you <laughs> for getting some kind of help around this, which which doesn't really exist. And so you have really targeted this area, I think, that again is such a secret. I I don't understand why we don't talk about this and more so why we don't find more ways to help around this issue in this country. I feel like families right now have two options if they're going to be hiring someone specifically. So let's take like we'll put childcare centers aside for a second. You really either you do it your own like we both tried to do or you hire an agency 
there are some wonderful agencies out there, but I firmly believe that parents can hire better for themselves because they know their family values better and they are motivated to find someone that fits into their team. And the assumption that, like, well, a nanny's too expensive or an au pair is too expensive, well, hold on, let's introduce some logic into a situation. And that's where I love to come in. My most favorite phone calls are when both parents are on the phone because we can get real serious, right? What are your preferences? What are your non-negotiables? Here's your homework. Call me back. Let's let's get to work and do this well, right? Thinking about now, but creating the future that they actually want to live. Yeah. And I love what you pointed out as well is that they have a choice. And I think that's part of the education that's missing is people feel like they are forced into some small select group of options or they don't really know or understand what their options are. So they kind of feel stuck. Like, oh, well, I guess I just have this one thing and I just have to figure it out and make it work. And it doesn't actually serve them. No, that's a great point. What I've seen is that folks either do it, they know what their parents did for them. So they know how they were raised. Obviously, that's the only answer. Or then maybe they have one trusted friend. They're going to copy them. But there isn't an idea of like, here are the actual options and ways we can approach this, right? There isn't a cookie cutter solution for everybody. If you choose to hire, whether it's a nanny or a household manager or a family assistant, you're creating a job in this country. And so you get to write what you want, your dream position. So really getting clear on that and figuring out, okay, Not only are they going to be taking care of the children, but here's the other things in our lives that are really stressors for us. Well, let's talk about those. Is that the right person for it? Do we need to be a little more creative? And then what are we willing to give up so we can invest in this? Because that home life, that family life, what your children experience, what you get to experience, that is going to make all the difference next year and the year after that. And I always like to have families, okay, let's just take a break. Close your eyes. Let's think about your Thanksgiving table in 25 years. What do you want it to look like? I always share, I want to be able to glance over at my husband, my current husband, my only husband, with love in my eyes, happy where we're at, right? And we want a certain number of kids. And now we're talking about their spouses. And, you know, what does it take us to get there? That's what this is all about. This little age where they are so precious and so fragile is not forever, but our investments now do matter as far as their safety and their well-being and our ability to handle all that while we're trying to achieve professionally. And I love that you continue to refer to it as an investment versus this is just an added expense or something I have to do or an obligation, right? A lot of people really look at it like that begrudgingly. It actually talks to their experience, again, of feeling stuck or not knowing or not really having the kind of quality that they want. And the other piece that you mentioned that I absolutely loved is not only just creating jobs, but that we get to say how it goes. And so can you imagine, Maria, honestly, if all of us were that kind of a demand for quality childcare, how that elevates what's offered for every family? I love that we are raising the standard and expectation on the kind of support that we want for our families. And so I would love to hear more about how and what you specifically educate these families on. I've I've loved hearing a peek in these conversations. And y'all, you can just hear it. You should know in this woman's passionate voice, Maria's got two moats is what I've been told. It's walk and it's kill. (laughs) Pretty much. And, and what she's killing is fear. What she's killing is isolation. What she is killing is the stress around this massive secret and killing the secret itself. But we need to get this topic out here. We need to have these conversations to help each other. And that's exactly what you've 
literally designed with your business. No, that is a hidden secret. So yes, now out in the open. But it's really true. I mean, I felt this kind of growing for the last few years and I had some unique opportunities with helping folks actually hire nannies for them. And I realized that is a personal choice. And as much as I love it, I really enjoy the education piece of creating courses and doing online coaching, but also personalized coaching for when their situations arise. So everything from the start of okay, we're pregnant. Cool, cool. Got the childbirth class figured out. We know where we're going. Okay, now what? So you really address all of the different ways that families show up. You know, there's so many diverse situations and scenarios, whether it's single moms, single dads, stay at home, dual income. There's all of these different situations that each require something special. And there are different goals for those families. One of my favorite things that you also help to hit on is we as parents don't have to give up, one, who we are, two, our own goals, three, our own dreams, four, the profession, whatever that is, and however we want it to look like, hobbies, career, however it shows up for us, we can still choose to pursue those things that light us up in life. I love that. No family is the same and we each know what's important to us. And so when we're looking at families that are deciding to hire help, the bigger question is, Like, what is going on in the family? For example, this season, we've got sports, right? We've got double sports on certain nights that are at different locations. Okay, well, how are we going to get after it? Well, we're going to find a creative solution and we're probably going to invest a little bit to make sure this works because the sports is important for how the kids are learning to interact with, with other ones and we want them to be out there working out. That's all part of it. And so once you kind of figure out, okay, this is what matters to us and here's how we're going to invest. And I really want to hit home on there is not one specific way that every single nanny is only nine to five or or anything like that. This is you getting to choose. You know, when we were in Alabama, we had a morning girl. Did we need a morning girl every morning? We did not. However, I was pregnant and we knew there was going to be a season when we wanted to have that trusted relationship established and have someone on our team. So who did we call when I went into labor? We called Miss Peyton. Sometimes it's about thinking ahead to the next challenge that we're going to be facing so that we can invest in ahead of time. And what I hear so many families say when they come to new areas is, well, I don't have a babysitter. Like, can I have yours? I'm like, well, of course you can have my incredible list. But what's important to me is that you start that relationship before it's an emergency. Childcare is is hard, but it's not bad. And part of that is okay, let's think through our challenges. Let's think through the ways that we want to be designing this family life. Sometimes it might be even as an example on Saturdays, we have two games at two different locations. So we have adjusted hours so that we have Miss Art coming to cover down to the little ones. Does it cost a little bit more? Absolutely. And so where do we make those adjustments? For our family, it's come down to a lot of um, vacations, right? That's what we've chosen to be more creative about, to be able to save money so that we can invest in the childcare, to be able to really enjoy our kids and not just be in this constant state of overwhelm. Yeah. And I feel like that is where a lot of parents are right now. I definitely experienced that when my husband and I were starting on our journey to understand what our options were and what were we going to do. And he was starting a new job and I was starting a new job, literally coming back from maternity leave for a few months, which was already stressful in and of itself and with our first baby boy, putting that trust, like I said, and into the hands of another person with with my brand new first child. So, you know, I love that what you hit on importantly as well is you continue to talk about starting with the end in mind. My approach was literally the exact opposite. And I feel like a lot of people experience that as well. It was, what am I stuck with? 
okay, now from there, how do I make work happen? How do I make the commute work? How do we figure out the drop off and the pickup and forcing it to happen, which doesn't feel aligned is how I'll say it. There was no positive energy around that. I love that you said it isn't bad. It's just how do you make it work? And so having the long-term goals and working backwards from there, and then I love that you gave us the specific examples of day-to-day, literally how to curate your day, how to curate that family life from a day-to-day, week-by-week, month-by-month approach and creating it newly. You literally broke my brain when you said it like that. Like all these new possibilities started to show up for me just thinking about it from that perspective. I honestly, I'm not sure if I've ever heard anyone say that the way that you just did, Maria. There's so many different options. They're really infinite. And it really comes down to, again, what are your family values? What are you looking for? What are those pain points? And is there something we can do to address them? So I am so grateful, Maria, that you came on to share and unveil this topic around childcare. Because honestly, what's the big secret here? It's that childcare isn't what we really thought that it was. And this process of going through this, there is another way. And that's how we're flipping this truth around. There's a totally different way to experience this. And Maria is one of those resources now that's available to you with her decade plus and ongoing experience around this topic, literally serving so many, I mean, just hundreds of families now that she is able to share her expertise, able to give you that education and be that kind of a living manual to hold your hand guide you through the process so that you can curate that family life that you're designing. Thank you again so much, Maria. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on here and help and serve all of these families that you are serving. Thank you, Natasha. Bye, everyone. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Tune in for the next episode of What's the BS?